Hello, beauty bosses. Welcome to the Beauty Boss Essentials Podcast. This series offers tips and training to direct sellers, affiliate, and network marketers. Hear real-life stories and tips from the top. We will cover trending topics from beauty to business. We are your hosts, Emily and Matt Stevens, National Avon Top Leader, Independent Sales Representative, and Beauty Blogger. For more tips, visit beautybossessentials.com and subscribe to see the newest training for your beauty business. Welcome back to the Beauty Boss Essentials Podcast. We are back. We took a week off for Thanksgiving. Uh, A little different this year and a little smaller, but we had a great Thanksgiving and I hope you all did too. So Emily, tell us what is episode three going to be about? Episode three is all about your role as a mentor, an upline leader, or a sponsor. This is probably my favorite topic. Uh, I know it is because I hear you talk about it all the time. (laughs) So uh, start us off. Where where do you start? So let's, let's go. First point. I mean, let's talk about goal setting. You need to know your downline member's personal goal. What is her goal? Your first role as that upline leader is to help her identify what she wants out of this business. How much does she need to make? What is her goal? So ask them, how much do you need to make to make this worth it? If you know what she needs to earn and she's earning what she needs to earn, why would she ever leave? Exactly. And I think in my business, I do the same thing. I talk to my department managers about their department goals, because if they hit their department goals, I'm going to always hit my store goal. So when I'm talking to my bakery manager, it's all about the bakery goal. And I'm talking to the meat manager. It's all about the meat department goal. If all of my departments hit their goals and they know what their goals are and I help them focus on those goals, my store is always going to make their goal. That is such a good point because if each representative on your team is achieving her own personal goal and she's invested in that goal and doing the things that are going to help her achieve that goal, I promise you're going to hit your goal as well. So I think it's important not to impose your personal goals on your team members. You just need to help your team members focus on what their personal goal is. And then everybody wins. Exactly. So you got the goals down. We got a personal goal. Now, what is your next step? Teaching and training. You should always be teaching your team what to do, how to do it. Tell me how. And I think in order to do that, you as the mentor also need to be learning new skills and learning about new strategies. And maybe there's a new product launching or maybe um, the company has new updates. You should always be in the know so that you can then translate that to your team. But also know what resources are available within your company to teach and train your team. And then influence your team to take advantage of those trainings and reinforce that information. Exactly. Train your people. I talked about this a little bit on the last episode and I'm big on training because it is it is exactly the 
top reason why somebody leaves a company or quits something because they just don't feel like they knew how to do it, that they were given the adequate training to do it correctly. All right, next one. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, next one. Let's talk about supporting efforts. So there's a difference between um, supporting a goal and supporting an effort. Supporting effort is 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 real. It's it's tangible. What can you um, do for someone to inspire that effort? I I like to reference the idea. We all know in this business, you you can't want it more for someone than they want it from themselves. I mean, how often are we like, oh, I just she would be so great, or she would she would just excel at this, but. Sometimes we want it more for them than they want it for themselves, which is why it's so important when you do see effort, you should be that that cheerleader. You should be their biggest support when it comes to someone trying something new or, you know, you see somebody actually doing the things we need to be there to support that. And a lot of times you learn yourself from a new idea or a new process when you do support those efforts because, hey, maybe that that's a strength for them that is a weakness for me. Absolutely. I have so many amazing team members. I'm going to go ahead and call out one of my top leaders, Jennifer Francis. She has an amazing blog. It's called Timeless Beauty Left. I'm sorry, timelessbeautylife.com. And she pushed me to try something new because she was trying something new. So I learned from her by supporting her efforts. And that's when everybody wins. Exactly. Exactly what I said. We, building off of each other's strengths makes you an incredible team. And you can't be scared. Just because you don't know how to do it shouldn't stop you from supporting someone that does know how to do it. Okay, so we got know the personal goals, teach and train, support the effort. What's next? Let's talk about communication. Communication is important in any relationship, even a business relationship. Um, meeting people where they are, which means just communicating all of the ways at your disposal. So whether that's phone, email, social media, we need to be creating um, a safe and reliable place for your team to be communicated to so that they stay informed and they're able to collaborate and network, um, get that communication back and forth between you and them. But I think it's really important to call out that you need to make sure what you're communicating to your team is beneficial to them, not just beneficial to you. So we as leaders might have a personal agenda. We we have a deadline to meet or we have a goal to meet and we might be tempted to communicate that to our team and say, hey, we need this amount. But that that's not for them. They do they don't care what our goal is. They, they have their own goal. So when we communicate, we need to make sure that what we're communicating is beneficial to them. I agree with you fully on that. So example from me and my business is I don't go around telling my department managers what the store goal is. I'm not going to go and say, hey, I need us to do $100,000 in sales and expect them to care about that. 
But when I break it down and say, hey, I need you, I need 25,000 from this department. I need 25,000 from this department. And I go to them and say, hey, look, let's let's take a look at this. Let's take a look at your numbers. Hey, can we hit this? What's We go back to that goal. What's your goal? And if I focus on the department goal, and guess what? If all six of my departments hit their goals, the total store hits their goals. And I never had to communicate my whole store goal. Because one or two things is going to happen when you send something out. If I, if I send something out saying well, we need $100,000, okay, one or two things is going to happen. One is the person's going to look at it and go, oh, wow, that's too big and not even try. And the other one is they're going to go, I don't really care about that. I just need to focus on my own goals. So if, again, if you help them. If I go to the bakery department or the meat department or the produce department or the deli department or the grocery department and say, hey, guys, look, grocery, here's your goal. What can we do to hit this goal? And I focus in on that and they hit it. That's awesome. And then I reward them for it. Hey, that's awesome, man. We hit our goals. We hit our goals. Bakery, what are we doing? Bakery hits their goals. Hey, that's awesome. Great job. We hit our goals. Everyone hits their goals the total store will always hit their goal. So when you're communicating to your people, communicate and help them hit their personal goals. And no matter what, no matter what happens, if they're always hitting their personal goals, you will always hit your goal. And you didn't have to tell anybody about it. You didn't have to say, hey, I need this because they they don't care. I mean, it's, it's just the truth. They, they're not worried about your own goal. What they need from you as an upline leader or a mentor is for you to help them hit theirs. Exactly. They need to know um, what the, the benefits are of hitting their own goal. And when they hit their goal, it's going to help hit your goal. So that is so key. Let's talk about the sisterhood. <laughs> the sisterhood, I mean... This is a relationship business. Network marketing, direct sales is all about relationships. Relationships with your customers and relationships with your team. I I like to refer to this beauty business as the sisterhood they never knew they were missing. It's really important to me. um, And I think it's important to build those key relationships within your team and your team leaders. And, And it begins with you. You set the tone for your team's relationships with each other, and you have the ability to create an environment where people feel trusted and respected, and that mutual trust and respect is going to carry that team to success. Absolutely. All right, so what? what's next one? The next one I call hip time. So you all know, have heard us talk before that I'm a mother of four. So hip time is that reference of having a toddler on your hip. When you're teaching that toddler how to do something for the first time, that's hip time. Um, That's literally the analogy. So you know, whether your team is local or it's nationwide and you're doing things virtual, hip time means being there. 
being there for their first vendor show or being there online for their launch party or being there for that breast cancer walk, being there to be their cheerleader and show them how to do what you do. Show them how to talk to people with a smile on your face and just be there as that support so they can actually see it in action. Yeah, and you're you're the example. Um, that's that's the biggest thing. I lo- the way I look at it is with hip time, your kids look up to you and your kids watch everything that you do. They learn how to walk from you. They learn how to talk from you. And that in essence is what we're doing with business. We we're taking people that are just starting or and not sure how to do this and teaching them those baby steps at first and being that example and showing them like, this is what I do. This is what so-and-so does and helping them get on their feet and literally take off with their business. And in doing so by being her biggest cheerleader and supporting her in that role, you're building relationships again. You're, you're building that bond of sisterhood all over again. All right, Emily. So we're done with hip time. Now, what's next? Let's talk about recognition. That is really important. Everyone likes to see their name in lights and be recognized and get that pat on the back. So I think it's important to acknowledge and recognize big and small achievements, like a small achievement like their first order. Congratulations on your first order. That's amazing. And and I'm, I'm going to interrupt you. That is a big deal. I'm just... I'm just going to say that right now. I, th- I think that goes underrated a lot. That is literally somebody's first time doing something and first achievement like, hey, I'm doing this. And and they see that. And if you just step back and don't don't acknowledge that, what what's going to keep them going? You get to the point where you it's going to make them feel like you're just too big for them, like you're not there for them. And when they're making that big order or that first order, it's a huge deal. That's that's the start of their business. That's hey, they're they're seeing a result. And that should be rewarded and acknowledged all the time. Anytime somebody places that first order, it should be a huge deal. It is. It's exciting for them and it's exciting for you. And I also think it's important to recognize what strengths she has when she does accomplish a goal. Maybe maybe she hit a sales achievement title for the year, or maybe she earned a trip um, to a dream destination. Try and think about what strengths that she leaned into to accomplish that goal so that you can make your recognition personal and, and acknowledge what niche she has in this business. All right, so I talked about it a little bit, so I jumped ahead of you. So what's uh, the next one? (laughs) So let's talk about leading by example. So don't just talk the talk. You got to walk the walk. How can you expect your team to do something that you're not doing yourself? You need to portray your success to your team through you know, your channels on social media and your communications, but position yourself as the leader you want them to see. Give them a reason to want to follow your lead. 
give them a reason to follow your example. Just, you know, another reason you should be always learning. Um, always, always strive to be better for your team than you were the day before. Again, agree with you a hundred percent on that. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's something as a leader, you've, you take that leading by example and Hey, listen, what you're doing, I'm doing too. And I always tell this to everyone. And, you know, people told it to me when I was coming up through my job is I'm not above anything where if I'm going to, I'm going to show you how to clean the restrooms because I know how to clean the restrooms. It may not be the job that I have to do, but guess what? I'm going to do it anyways, and I'm going to train you on how to do it. I'm leading by example. If something were to happen, something spills on the floor, we don't just walk away and go, hey, somebody needs to go clean it up. No, I see it happen. I'm cleaning it up. I'm showing them that I'm no higher than they are and nothing's beyond me. So I'm going to clean that spill up. As funny as that sounds, it's that's the example. That's these people are seeing me do it and it's just it's just, it's a neat idea. They're it's, seeing it's, you do it and you're working alongside them and I think that's also super important is you can't disappear. You can't just sit in the office and expect everybody else to clean 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 the messes up. You know, you have to work alongside them. You have to show up and you can't just disappear behind the scenes. I think that's a great point. Yeah. And I think the communication that you talked about too goes along with that leading by example, um, communicating to everyone. Now I know you're not going to get a response from every single one, but still keep communicating with them. If you just disappear and you don't talk to somebody for months, especially people that are your top producing people and are putting in huge orders and building huge teams You've, you've got to stay in communication with them. What, what can I do to help? Um, what, what can I do to support you this week? You have to stay in that communication. And, and I'm that way with my managers. Hey, what, what can I do? What can I, what can I help you with? Do you need help with something? Is there something going on? Do we need to get help from somewhere? What, what can I do to help? And that's just, that's a great leadership question is what can I do to help? That, that is a great question. And that kind of leads me to my next uh, tip uh, for the role of a mentor. Um, push them to be better than you are. I mean, isn't that what we want for our kids, right? We want them to have the, a better job, go to a better school, to be better than we ever were, to have more. And it's what I want for my team as well. I want them to do it faster and do it better than I was ever able to. Um, you know what your team's strengths are if you're working alongside them and you're learning what um, strengths that they're leaning into to be successful. Um, but also, you know, push them out of their comfort zone to try something new and do something they've never done before so that they have something they've never had before. Em empower them to use their strengths to be successful. Sometimes... You know, sometimes we just need to have someone believe that we can do it because a lot of times we don't believe in ourselves. but having someone believe in us that we can do it and, and push us to say, you, you can do it is really kind of sometimes exactly what we need. 
and nobody's gonna take your job. <laughs> I, I I I say that to a lot of managers that are wanting to continue their career. Maybe they're an assistant department manager or a department manager, and they're wanting to go to the next level, whether it be an assistant store manager, or store manager. I'm not worried about them taking my job. I'm not worried about that. My worry is my word where my worry should be is that they're trained properly and that they do it better like you said better than I did it I want people I want everyone in my company in this in the area I'm at I want everyone to have been trained by me at some point and I think that's more rewarding than anything else is when I see somebody um, that I hired And I look at them and see them move up and they get a promotion and they call me and, Hey, Hey Matt, I I, I got a promotion today. That that's like the the best. best. Yes. It's the best feeling in the world. And it, it makes me so proud of them. And as leaders, we need to be like that with everyone we lead. A leader is only as successful as the people they are leading are successful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about kind of the most important role. That is to inspire. So be the inspiration that you wish you had when you first started. Think about what you needed when you first started. And start to recognize their future potential and kind of what we talked about at the last point, but, you know, push them to, to do more than they could ever see themselves doing. Bring out the best in your downline. I promise you when they're successful, you're going to be successful too. And that's what in my career that that happened as well. I, I, I'm going back to my own experiences um, with this, but I had when I decided to take on the career that I'm at, I'm at what it took was a, a store manager pulling me aside and just saying I'm I was just part time. I wasn't even full time, um, and the store manager pulled me aside and said, "Hey, listen, you're pretty good at this. <laughs> like <laughs> you you." you're pretty natural at this and everything that you're doing and the amount of time it's taking you to do things, you're, you're coming along. Great. Have you ever considered making this your career? And at the time we had just moved to to South Carolina and it was just a job until I found something like I didn't want to not be working. It was just, Hey, I'm going to, at least this is something to bring in a paycheck and it ended up 18 years later and it's, <laughs> it's a full blown career. And that store manager pulling me aside and telling me, Hey, you're pretty good at this. And I really see potential in you. And I could see you being a store manager one day and him saying that to me 18 years ago really inspired me. Gave you the vision that it could happen. It pushed me and it made me go, man, somebody (laughs) believes in me. Somebody actually thinks that I can do this. Um, And the job I had before when we were 
living in Iowa, uh, I, I never heard that at all in the, the five years I was there at that company. And, you know, here I am, you know, six months into this company and there, I got a store manager telling me that he thinks I could be a store manager one day. He helped set the tone for your mindset. Exactly. And it was always, even when it got tough or things weren't going my way, it, I still remembered that. And it's like, you know what, there's people out there that believe in me. And he's one of those guys that I told you before, I'm calling him every time I got promoted. And I would just thank him and tell him, you know, hey, man, <laughs> I got promoted. I got promoted today. And he's always like, I knew it. I knew it. And that's, that's what he would tell me. I knew it. I told you from day one. And, um, every time I see him, he's always asking me how I'm doing. Do I need anything? And again, this was 18 years ago that he did this and he's still reaching out to me and still letting me know that he's there to help support me if I need anything. You know, you're right. Like it's not always going to be easy and it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows, but you know, your role as that mentor is to, is to write the ship. You know, if something isn't going great and there starts to be negative vibes creeping into your team, you need to acknowledge that there might be a problem before it comes an emergency and start to to create that positive environment and set the tone um, for for success. Okay, this is going wrong. We don't really like this change. Well, what can we do? Let's just focus on what we do have control over while we feel like what's going on around us is spinning out of control. Um, I like this quote. I don't know who said it, but a great leader will create a great culture and a great team that creates great results. We, we set the tone as the leader. Hey, you're taking my, my quote lines here. <laughs> I took a quote. <laughs> but I actually have a quote too, and I know who said it. I may mess his name up a little bit, but it's by um, Paulo Coelho. And his quote is, the world is changed by your example, not by your opinion. Mm-hmm. And that always hits me every time I read it. And I'm like, man, that's... That's on point, as the kids say now. That's on point. (laughs) Walking, not just talking the talk, walking the walk. They are are watching you. You are setting the tone. And um, be a great leader. Well, Emily, I think that wraps up this episode. I hope you all learned a little bit, or we may have helped you a little bit with the role of a mentor and upline leader. So next week, next episode, Emily, tell us what it's going to be. We're going to talk about social media best practices for your business. That sounds great and obviously a popular topic right now. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to the Beauty Boss Essentials podcast. For more tips and training for your beauty business, visit beautybossessentials.com. If you like what we're doing, hit that subscribe button. If you love what we're doing, leave us a rating and review.